It's episode 114 of Movies in 4K, and I am Bill Shetty. And I'm Lady Phantom. Some quick announcements before this episode. We found out, Lady Phantom, that we were listed on Audible. Oh, <laughs> well, okay. Cool. Even though we were on Amazon, we were unaware that you could get us on Audible. So oh. all the episodes are there. So a lot of people use Audible, right? I suppose. They listen to books. Yes, they do. And, and as far as I know, it's a place for books and podcasts. But this comes as a surprise. A yes, nice one. so all of our episodes there. And the next tidbit of news is that our podcast subscription now includes all episodes instead of just the last 100. Oh, cool. Yeah, there's a reason that a lot of podcasters do this. They only allow like 10 episodes or 25. We had it up to 100. Um, people want you to go to the website and stuff like that. That was not our purpose. That was just an arbitrary number I put in there. And uh, we had got a feedback that, they wanted all the episodes. So if they're on the road, they can just load up Spotify or mm-hmm. Apple Podcasts yeah. or Stitcher or wherever. And all the episodes back from number one are there. So you can listen to them. That's great. You ready for your quiz and the audience <laughs> quiz? Uh, will this be the time? Yeah, I, I need to load my, my bell of shame just in case. Get it loaded <laughs> and loud. Because I think this is going to be a hard one. Oh, my goodness. I minimized it. I think I was playing too much music. Oh, no. You still get the 15, 20 seconds to get it, but the initial clip is going to be quicker this month around. So you ready for the four music quiz, Lady Phantom? As ready as I will ever be. Okay, let's start it up with number one. Yeah, I know it. Do you? Yeah, I do. All right, for you out there. That is one note, literally one note you're mm-hmm. getting. Yeah. One more time. Yeah. All right, then again, after 15, 20 seconds, I'll let it kick in a little bit. Going to point to the Phantom, and by the time she mentions it, you have had to got it right to get it correct. So let's play the longer version. Godfather. Yes, Phantom is one for one. Now, while this plays out, it's funny because back on episode five, I think it was, Lady Phantom couldn't wait for the Godfather (laughs) to come on 4K. And now it is. And I'm surprised she didn't want it for Christmas because they got a nice box set. It's actually cheaper buying them separately bizarrely at black friday deals we noticed yeah but she didn't want it for christmas so we have yet to see this on 4k yeah i i could always want it for my birthday you know never know but ah even back then on that episode lady phantom i was like does this really need to be 4k the blu-rays are i mean fine. no it doesn't need to be 4k because I, I mean the godfather is not about looks 
And mean, it's really but, dark and murky in a lot of spots. Yeah, too. but then I, I will never say no to seeing Robert De Niro in 4K. True. How about Al Pacino? Because nah. he's more of the star. Don't care. It, really. <laughs> I mean, yes, of course, he is the star in pretty much the three of them. But no, Robert De Niro. So before we see it, because we don't have it yet, I'm sure we'll eventually get it. Do you think it's going to be good? Oh, yeah. Do I you? Mean, you think I mean, it'll be one worth it? I mean, we've heard good things about it. But, I, I mean, I think it will be good. I don't see why not, really. Well, if anybody out there during Christmas time got it as a president, got it as a present, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> and um, want to share your thoughts before we get it, because, like I said, we got the whole set of them. Um I'm not too anxious to seeing it on 4K. Godfathers, I always got to be in the mood. It's one of my favorite movies of all time. Yeah, that is true. But it's not a movie you pop in every year or something. They're just yeah. so long and it at takes least the God- effort. At least The Godfather 1 and 2. Like, The Godfather 3 is... But the 3 uh, is the version we haven't seen because it's got that Coda mix in it or whatever. Oh, that I still don't know what that is, but it's just not a great movie. I mean, Yeah, so if anybody out there has seen The Godfathers on 4K, let us know if it's worth it. Because if you say no, it's really not worth it. It's not much of an upgrade then i don't think we'll get it but we haven't really heard one way or another if they're that good or not Uh and it really doesn't matter because some of the reviewers out there you can't trust them so one for one lady phantom one to number two let's get it going yes i know it does she see how i'm playing just little bits now not long seven eight seconds you want it again no well i mean give it to to them but no i all right all right now i'm gonna give you like 15 20 seconds and i'll point Yes. And I did look this up before. Sometimes I don't during the episodes. This has been released on 4K. We don't have it. Yeah. But we have seen it on 4K on Disney+. Plus. Right. That music by Michael Giacchino. Yeah, it just so great. happens one day there was nothing to watch. I popped on Disney and was like, all right, let's watch one of these animated movies. And it was pretty good. I enjoyed it. It it's is not an excellent movie. one of my movie. favorites or nothing. But it is an excellent movie kind of funny in times heartfelt at times yeah and sad the, at times the first 15 minutes of that movie are famous for how much they kill people basically like yes people and that was a cry. quick one minute soundtrack oh, okay that was all of that <laughs> but i do want to mention that this is a disney release i would presume because it's on yeah disney it's Plus. pixar so this is Pixar, so yeah. it could be a really good disc. Yes. It looked great on Disney+. Plus. I don't remember anything standing out like blew me away, but this was a long time ago, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, Phantoms 2 for 2. Hopefully you are out there on to number 3. Let's do it. That's it. It sounds very familiar. She's 
but, the but yeah, I'm like, hmm, but it does sound familiar. All right, play it again. <laughs> it sounds She's familiar. I mean, I need, I need to hear more. Quick bit for you. Any ideas before I play the longer version? No, no, I need to hear more. All right, I'm going to give, she doesn't know this one right now, very high probability she could get it with the longer track, but once I point and she starts speaking, you've had to got it. So let's go with the full 15 to 20. I'm going to give you like 20 seconds on this one. All right. Yeah. All right, I'm pointing. Is it the Revenant? Yay! She's got it! She got it at the last second, and she was, like, guessing at it, but she got it. Yeah, like, I had this feel that it was the Revenant, but I wasn't sure. It's a great track. Oh, it's a great movie. And if you haven't listened to our Revenant episode... It's a must. It's a demo-worthy disc. I think we graded it A, like a solid A, almost yeah. A+. Plus. That, that That's a hard track. That is a hard track. What do you mean it's a hard track? This one. I mean, like, it's, it's not... I mean, of the soundtracks of the world, I wouldn't say, ooh, that's like... A, yes, and I can tell you, know? you she's only watched it once, so it's not like you've seen it many times. Yeah. Twice, I think. Oh, did you? I, th- I think we watched it twice, but I'm not sure. Oh, I've seen it three times. Before we even got together, I'd seen it. Oh, okay. This is a 2015 movie. Yeah. I th- this is the one with the great bear attack. I think I've seen it twice. Leo. I think. Getting all messed up. This is the one he won an Oscar for, correct? Fine, yeah, the one that he finally won an Oscar for. Yeah. Well, he deserved it. This is oh, yeah. by far his best role, in my opinion. Like, he did outstanding job. And second, I'd put Leo is the aviator, which the Phantom hasn't seen yet. No, I have not. The Great other movie. day, I guess, the aviator in uh, the framed, that's like Hurdle, but with movies. <laughs> But you have got to get this 4K disc. It's totally demo worthy. Looks amazing out in the snow. A lot of popping. Great sound. Atmos sound. It's a really good entertaining movie. It could be a little slow at times, but it works. Yeah, you don't get bored. It's a a very good movie. Yeah, because it's so interesting. Mm Mm-hmm. All right, Lady Phantom, this is the first time <laughs> you can get an A. I think it's the first time yeah. you got the first three. Yeah, that's true. Little side note on this one. Okay. All right. Very quick clip here, like wow. second and a half. And I'll say out there, you're getting an, a very good chance of getting an A. This song has appeared in 12 movies. Oh. All you have to do is name one, same with you out there. 
after I reveal what the song is, I will read off the 12 movies, but you have got to only one. I could have made it really difficult. You had to do four or something. Okay. Um, I think the Phantom has a chance of getting this. Finally. For, uh, I would say for a reason. I'll let you know afterwards. Um, but I'm stalling here a little bit. <laughs> Just because of one reason and giving you guys build up for her first A possibilities. <laughs> All right, you ready, Lady Phantom? Let's do this. It's quick. Stop. There you go. Oh my goodness. And here I am with my puzzled face. Remember, you get a little bit more. You're going to get about 10 seconds on this one because it only kicks 10? in quick. Yeah, only. Only. Uh, That's all Hurdle gives you at the most is about 10 seconds. On no. The, on the easiest, yes. No. Hurdle gives you I don't like think you're going to know or... by more than 10 seconds anyway. You're either going to know or not. Okay. But let's play the brief clip. Stop. She has no clue right now. I can no. tell you that. All right. One more time. Yep. Stop. She knows to stop. <laughs> well, yeah, All because right. I've heard you're it three times. ready for 10 seconds? <gasps> and you're really, you got to think, I'll give you 15 seconds because you're going to have to think of just one out of 12 movies that this was the main song in. Okay. All right? All right. Here we go. Stop. Okay. All right. Fight Club. Yes, she got it. Is that last scene? Do you know who Where sings? Where is my the, mind? That's the name of the Where song. Who is sings my it? mind? I don't know. Come on, Phantom. It's one of my favorite rock bands. Pixies? Yes. Oh. She got the main one where it became mainstream, actually. Yeah, that's the last of scene movie. of the movie. It's a, that's a very good movie. I like it. Can you name any of the other ones? No. I'm surprised because some of them you really like. Oh, really? I mean, it's that's the movie that I like. If I hear this song... I, I close my eyes and I think of Helena Bonham Carter and Edward Norton seeing the world come to crap. But other than that, I cannot place it. Actually. Yes, and why this song is so famous, and I'm going to read why from the directors, is because this song, if you know what it's about, this song expresses the mental state of a character whose grip on reality is deteriorating. Which, in this case, Edward Norton is that big Well, time. yes, that's what the gist of the song is. The number two movie, I would say, it comes from. So, remember, audience out there, if you named any one of these 12 movies, you get this right. The second one is, and it's played really prevalently, it's played really prevalently in, is Knock Knock with Keanu Reeves. Oh, also at the end. Well, all during it. 
yeah. There's a couple times, the whole scenes. Yeah, I think, it, yeah, but the one that I remember is the one at the end. When he's actually buried and they're going When through. they are, when you can see the whole, like everything, the, the result, and right before the his family arrives. Yep. And the third song, another one that Phantom has seen and loves that is very prominent is Horns. Oh, yeah, but that one, I I really don't remember the music in Horns. Although it's a great movie, but I... I don't remember. Well, it's when he's starting to realize what's going on. Something is going on with him. Or I. Right. Very good movie, by the way. So on my top 10, it might even been number one. Top three, anyway. All right. The other songs here. Mr. Nobody. Okay. Sucker Punch, which is another really good. I've, I've seen it. It's a good movie. It's okay. It's not great. This one I never heard of. The Adventures of Sebastian Cole. No. Well, I don't know that movie. Observe and Report. I don't know that nah. movie. ACAB. All Cops Are Bastards. Never heard Mm-mm. of that movie. Nope. All right. Welcome to Me. Mm-mm. Never heard of that one. It's kind of a funny story. That's actually a comedy. Next is Big Ass Spider, <laughs> which is a comedy <laughs> horror movie. <laughs> I would I would think so from that time. And finally, Man Up. Yeah. Never heard of that movie. But yes, uh Fight Club actually like if people didn't know who the Pixies were before and they researched that, that's what really put that song on the map. Okay. But I had known the song for many years because it's an older song. It's like a early 2000 song. But Lady Phantom got an A. I need thunder as applause or something. You don't Bravo. have the shame. The shame. No, but I like my my shame bell was completely ready, but I have no cheers or thunderous applause. But I deserve it because for the first time <laughs> I got an A. Yeah. That's funny too. This was the hardest one so far we've done. I gave you very quick clips the revenant that. was hard and yet i got it yes how many people you think got the last one <laughs> probably many you think so from fight yeah, club because fight club is a very well-loved movie like yes, very it's a masterpiece by many by many i don't think it goes that far but i enjoy it i enjoy it and i don't think that's been released on 4k i know knock knock or horns hasn't been horns would be pretty impressive i think in 4k yeah yeah that would be cool they're probably coming but let's get to the reason why you're here the three 4k reviews All right, we're starting this month with one of those universal classics, 1954, my favorite top 30 this time for me. Last month, it was Phantom's top 30 with Train to Busan. This time, it's mine with Creature from the Black Lagoon from 1954. What is that synopsis? A strange prehistoric beast lurks in the depths of the Amazonian jungle. A group of scientists try to capture the animal and bring it back to civilization for study. And stars Lady Phantom? Richard Carlson, Julie Adams, Richard Denning, Antonio Moreno, Nestor Paiva, with Bizzell. And you were probably the first person that pronounced the Mexican guy's captain's name correct. <laughs> I suppose. <laughs> Julie I, Adams was scandalous in this, I heard. 
Yeah, like we were watching the movie and I told you, I'm like, this has to have been scandalous for the time because like she's like wearing really short shorts and like, you know, it was the 50s. Like, that, this but was it not still common. was a one piece. Oh, but not only the, I mean, the bathing suit was very tame. But she spent. But her, was scandalous. Even she said it at the time. Yeah, but no, no, no. It's not the bathing suit. I think that was scandalous. Is that like she was always wearing these super short shorts, you know, and the little tops and everything. I mean, she was just there as visual candy. I'm like, all right, this is the last created Universal monster in their archive, and it is my favorite. You want to do a little bit more of a synopsis there, Phantom, and just walk it through. I mean, this group of scientists are there in the Amazonian jungle and everything, and you keep seeing this hand that moves and, like, it wants to well, reach for something. Well, they find Footprints and, well, and everything. Well, start it off. They find some bones from a weird-looking hand. Ta-da! A prehistoric Yeah. Bones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they want to, to study it and everything, but then they find out that this beast is not necessarily so prehistorical after all well i mean it is but i mean they actually see footprints or paw prints or and whatever. what would you say is the commotion in this what is the battle between the actors oh the battle between the actors i mean i don't know the beast wants the girl no what who's the antagonist and protagonist what what is going on here I'm. I don't know. What? Well, come on, Phantom. <laughs> I mean, it, it was. I didn't really understand it that well about the but commotion. It's so simple. One wants to capture it and bring it back, and others want to leave it. Oh, it's okay. an environmental thing. Yeah, that's uh, that, yeah, that's true. I mean, this is the chaos. This is where the arguments come in the movie oh okay between the two scientists one wants to analyze it trap it get it and take it back and kill it and you know autopsy it and all sorts of stuff yeah and the other ones want the good ones you would say want to preserve it and leave it alone but they come to realize once they get trapped that they ain't getting out of there for no easy reason yeah they uh, like uh, the beast wants them and and he wants the girl too yes like, and you will say after watching this if you haven't seen it by or don't remember it because it's possible you've seen it when you're young and haven't revisited it is that <laughs> the classic jaw scene is ripped from this perfectly <laughs> That we need a bigger boat? <laughs> no, 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 the swimming scenes with her yeah, and the yeah, yeah, yeah. creature underneath. Yeah, only she is not naked, but from that angle, she does look it. And I didn't do a full-fledged research. This, this is just my thought, and I'm pretty sure I'm accurate. This was monumental because of the underwater scenes in this. There's a lot of underwater scenes, and yeah. I don't think it was ever filmed this way. Yeah, it, it lo- they look really good. Like, yes, a lot clear. with the creature following people and you get to watch them hiding behind moss and rocks and stuff yeah. actually underwater. <laughs> it kind of unnerved me a little because like every time they wanted to show danger, 
they showed the creature just like the hand, you know, like wanting to reach for something. I'm like, oh, are you going to attack or not? That was the thing in the 50s. Yeah, I know. I know, but like at some point it became a little tiresome. Yeah, and th these were the years with the big mutant bugs and stuff like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, and it's probably like a uh, metaphor, let's say, for, you know, what mess around with nature and find out what happens. Like, right. pretty much. All right, that's good on the story. Only thing I'd like to discuss a little more in detail, this is black and white. I'd love for this to be in color, but it wasn't. Um, how did you like the actual creature suit, effects, face, gills, all that? I think, actually, it's the only thing that I really like about this movie uh, because it looks incredibly realistic that suit they did with the moving gills and everything was impressive like and it looked amazing and what we learned about on the special features of there the were disc, two mm -hmm. which is blows me away and they didn't capture this during filming is the guy's height that played this that Preacher. he played the one on the in the boat, I think it was one of them, right? But not the one that swings, six, but the other ten, one. And you never yeah. got that feel in this movie. That would have made such a more scary. I would have loved in position. That. Yeah, I would have. They just loved never that. filled it right for you to get. You knew he was taller, but six ten compared to these five ten people, and the girls probably five two, five three. Yeah, I mean that's a proper monster. <sighs> yep. You know, not not like this guy that is kind of their yeah, height. Yeah, that's Herman Munster size almost, two inches smaller. Uh huh. All. You know, that's yeah. a hawking thing. That would then be with good. the suit, the bulkiness, and the costume and the face, great effects here, Lady Phantom. Mm -hmm. uh, all right. Anything else you want to discuss about the movie? It sounds like you're not a big fan of this. I mean, the first time I watched it, I, I liked it, but I mean, I go back to the same, you know, like I like the monster. I like the gills. I like how um, real it looks, you know, but all the rest, I just don't. I just don't like it. Like the, the girl is supposed to be a scientist, but like, like at some point I was like, oh my goodness, like how long does it take you to arrange your hair like that? <laughs> In the Amazon, in the Amazon, you are not having that kind of hair perfect with not one hair out of place because of the humidity and the heat. Like it's, I mean, I know that I'm seeing it from a different perspective because back in that time, it was completely unheard of that a woman would look anything else than perfect on screen. If she did, is because she played a tramp or a, or something that was not the star. And that is pretty annoying to me. And I understand that I'm seeing it from this more modern point of view, but it's kind of annoying that she's all only there to give ideas and then have some guy mansplain things to her. And I don't like that. And going with the modern, you know, this is foresight, Lady Phantom, but there's a big ecological thing here because they throw acid in the water in the swamp yeah. and kill fish and there's one why are you doing this just to get the creature out of his habitat exactly and i mean 
from that point of view, it's really interesting because that's that's like Mother Nature fighting back, literally, you know. So that is interesting. But I don't think it's a very cohesive movie. And then there's this moment where, where the girl goes swimming, which is the one, the, the moment that you mentioned from Jaws, that, that Jaws ripped out from this. And it's like, she's just, you know, like, I, I have a word that, that I have in my mind that I can't think of right now. Just so jolly, you know, just swimming around in a lagoon in the middle of the Amazon. And I'm like, yeah, right. <sighs> I don't know. It's it's it just bothers me in a way. All right, let's get the ratings again. This is one of my top thirty ten rated movies of all time, and it's a ten to me. Okay. <laughs> it's a perfect creature movie to me, monster. And last question before your rating: Do mm-hmm. you think Del Toro ripped off the creature in his latest Black Water movie or whatever it was? Called? Oh, the the Shape of Water. No, I think he he was probably very much influenced because I know that the it's Toro close. loves creatures. Right. You know, like he probably was very very much influenced by this, but ripped off. No, no. All right, your rating. To me, this is a six. I mean, it's uh above average movie it's just like the 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 story i mean it was interesting but it lacked something to to keep me like there you know to keep me motivated to watching or would you say you're a modern movie watcher like the older movies you just don't get into I mean, not necessarily, because, I mean, the original Phantom of the Opera from 1925 is amazing, and that is even silent. Outside of that one, because I've never heard you rate a, you know, 60s and before movie. Really oh, what like about the, the the Whatever Happened to Baby Jane? I think that movie is fantastic. That's 60s. That's mid-60s. 60s? Ladies. In black and white? Yeah. What do you mean? They were making black and white movies in the 70s still, huh. Lady Fan. Well, yeah, I mean, even modern movies, some of them have been black and white, that's right. But not for that reason, for money and equipment and cost it's and just, everything. It's just, I mean, to me... Hammer is all black and white, pretty much. To me, it's all about, like, is it a good story, and are you telling it in a compelling way? And are the, are the performances right, you know? And for better or for worse, like, unfortunately, many movies from that time are really really theatrical like the the actors were i mean many of them were theater actors and they hadn't really gotten the the hang of how to act in front of a camera so much of their acting came across to me as overacting and i know like oh that's just the way people acted well yeah but in theater you know like in theater they act like that so you can see what they're doing from like a I don't think there was away. as much overacting in this movie. No, I'm talking about this. in general. In general. In this specific movie, it's that thing, you know, that it was not very understandable to me. Like, I don't care. And the female character is just there to be a love interest as usual in old movies. And she gets mansplained and the only thing that the only purpose she serves in the story is to be saved and that is just i mean i know that's the way things used to be 
but it's annoying and it's boring as a woman. I mean, that's it. <laughs> All right. So she comes up with a six and you got rent or buy. Uh, rent. I mean, watch once at least so you know what they're talking to you about. All right. 4K Universal Classic Monsters, Lady Phantom. What do you think? Because we did an AB comparison on this one with the Blu-ray. I think it's the most inconsistent 4K I've seen in a long time. That's what I think. By Universal specifically. And in general, like there are scenes with the creature. The creature normally looks great, funnily enough. There are scenes with the creature where you can see every bead of water in its body, every little shine, and it looks amazing. And there are other scenes, normally the ones that that include the humans, that are completely blurry and hazy. So I am just guessing that this movie was poorly filmed and that's why this is happening. Yes, since this is black and white, what we've noticed when we did an A-B comparison, it's definitely richer, it's got deeper blacks and better facial complexions. But outside of that, this is no Van Helsing black and white, nowhere near still green in a lot of scenes it was dnr somewhat but not overly like they could have got rid of all of it in my opinion um yeah just it was kind of disheartening for me i mean it's not a total fail it's definitely the best you've ever seen it and probably will ever see it yeah that scene with the the jaws quote-unquote scene looks the water scenes look the best actually yes the water scenes were incredible most of them some of them are kind of hazy but in like in general they look really good but it's it's like sometimes you see scenes with the people and it's not necessarily a close-up but they are kind of close-ish to you and they look great but then they change angle and it's completely blurry and then they go back and it looks okay again. It's it's just so yeah, inconsistent. It drove it me crazy. And everything. I'm going to agree with Phantom. I don't think we need to belabor this point. But like I said, it's my favorite Universal Monsters. It's never looked as good as this. And it doesn't look super great. The creature looks great. And the water shots, like we said. It's just got more of a deeper tone and looks more fulfilling yes it's not as brightly lit like overly bright with like white and a lot of grain showing through everything because of the Mm -hmm. sunlight or water or the glimmer stuff like that but there's no pop or nothing so this one's a tough one for me to grade but i'm just going to go straight down the line with a c average there was enough done to make me happy and not ticked off but not enough to give it any higher for me. Yeah, I think what bothered me the most, maybe, is the lack of blacks. And there could be blacks because there are moments that, uh, I don't know, underwater in a cave, like the black levels bothered me because there weren't, it, it was just oh, well, really dark actually gray. Was, I'm glad you mentioned blacks because there was some black crush in this, funnily enough. Yes. A couple of and the you mentioned uh, it immediately. cavern ma- mountainous scenes like underwater. Yeah, you had no definition whatsoever and it completely crushed. Yeah, like the, the lack of decent black levels really, really bothered me. But then, as I told you, 
like there are these scenes with the creature where the creature looks amazing. And one of the first scenes that actually the one that we compared the DVD to the 4K, like the the shine in the eyes of the natives who, 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 by the way, I mean, like whoever thought that people wore those that hair that like that, it's like your wigs are laughable. But anyway, the shine in their eyes is amazing. It's piercing, you know, but then you have these other moments that are so blurry and disheartening. I think the best I can do for this movie is a C plus. And I'm really fighting hard not to give it something lower. But there are I very think you nice should go scenes. with the C with me. I think it's purely average. There's nothing even to raise it above an average release. Oh, and I and I misspoke. I was gonna say C minus, but oh well. Yeah, okay. I'll do the C. But honestly, I mean, yes, it's worth it because it, it is going to look better than the DVD and probably than the Blu-ray, but I'm not sure about that. And But but that's it. I mean... Yeah, and you have to get this part of the Universal Classic Monsters Volume 2 set, so you got to get all four. You know, if it comes out on its own and it's five bucks, it's really... It just keep what you got. Whatever format, if you got it, if you don't, and you just want this, just get the DVD. It's so cheap, but it's not worth it. So. Another reason why I think it might be worth it is because the DVD, like the, the ratio looks kind of weird. It like it looks, I don't know if it's the full but screen or something, Phantom, but it looks kind of weird. That's just our release. It's been released at least 30 times. It's just, well, that yeah, was just true. the one we had. Yeah, but the, the one we had, the ratio looked funny and the 4K looked right. So... Like, it all depends. Like, if you like your release, just keep it. I mean... Yeah, you're not going to gain much by getting it going upgrade. So, let's move it on. Next is our most modern release this episode, Hunter Killer from 2018. Rated R, two hours and one minute. And what is the plot? An untested American submarine captain teams with U.S. Navy SEALs to rescue the Russian president, who has been kidnapped by a rogue general. Which you don't even know that until 45 minutes in. <laughs> yeah, we stopped it at, at half an hour, and you were looking at the plot, and you said, oh, like, oh, the plot hasn't even started. And I'm like, what? Yeah, because we paused it once. I just want to state before we get into this, this was a monster fail. At the uh, box office, cost thirty million to make. Only made eighteen million in the U.S. and like worldwide's like thirty-two million. So it lost. I, a lot you of said money. fifteen million. No, thirty million. Ah, oh, okay. Thirty million. All right, stars: Gerard Butler, Gary Oldman, Common, Linda Cardellini, and that's basically it. Yeah, this is a sub movie. I love sub movies. I can name a couple right off the top of my head. Crimson Tide, The Hunt for Red October, Das Boot, U571. All, not to get you out of this review, all well better movies than this movie. This movie, and I'm just going to say what I think is wrong with this movie. It's all sub action. And then there's a band of like four or five navy seals that are actually in russia trying to work together with us to do this story here i really don't want to go into much more story than the plot there because it's actually boring but i think for me 
what's missing in this movie is the acting it just was not compelling these actors in this movie yeah it's like everyone was miscast yeah there was no engagement i didn't care about any of them none of them made me feel that i cared about them there's not much backstory on any character for a two-hour movie <laughs> yeah that's true and they're just put into this situation and you figure oh this guy's been doing it forever and this captain's been doing it for 40 years and gary oldman's character oh my god he's terrible in this movie he's kind of annoying and he's just i, I feel he's just there to get to give uh, an important name to the movie or something it's like at the beginning i was kind of excited because i actually like common as an actor quite a bit but you're right. I mean, like the, the characters are so not compelling to look at. Gerard Butler, I like him. I really like him. But he can't act very well. No, and he's not. He, he didn't sell a ship commander. And all the co-supporting actors around on these subs, none of them's engaged. You don't learn nothing about them. They have little infights, and it's like, oh, well, okay. And then they yeah. go to something else. Everybody was very cardboard-ish. Yeah, and even the military men, the one guy with the beard, the leader sergeant on land, he was probably the best, but even he wasn't that engaging. Yeah, it was like, eh. like maybe I was more, or I cared a little bit more about the Navy SEALs, but it's like they are in a different movie or something. It's like the, the, the movie or the story becomes very fragmented, I, I think, when they come about. It's like, 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 who are these people and why are they in this movie and why are we here? I mean, like, <laughs> it's, it's just not a, a good story and yes. told in a good way. Well, I don't know if it's the story. I think the engagement ain't there and there's problem with writings and things weren't cohesive. But where this, all my points are coming in on this movie are the effects are <laughs> mind-blowingly outstanding. Yes. Nothing looks fake. Everything looks outstanding. No, the effects are incredible. Yeah, incredible. this is a pure action movie. You know, there is some downtime, and thank God it is, because I think Phantom and I would have both fell asleep, because it after the first 20 minutes, it just got, it just slowed down. I mean, there was action going on. But the story was so convoluted, and it's like, that ain't going to really happen. <laughs> and the things yeah. that are portrayed, but all the digital effects are amazing. The sound is top gear. Yeah, like technically, it's a perfect movie. Yep. So me personally, as a movie, I'm giving it a three oh, out of you? ten. Yeah, I mean, we there's no much to talk about this, and and it's an avoid. Like you really shouldn't watch this. All right, well, I'm not as brutal as Phantom. I'm giving this a six point five. Wow, I think it's better than average movie. And when you're talking about the effects, the coloring, the editing, the digital creations, the things they show in the water, there's some water scenes in this that look so amazing. Yeah, but that's and, not and enough the to sub me. Scene, yeah, but all the technicals are tens. The yeah. sounds are tens. Yeah, the story is bad and the acting's not bad. It's just not believable. There weren't bad actors. I know, but the problem with, like, to me, the acting and the story and the writing play the biggest role. 
All right. Well, I say it's at least a one-time watch, so we'll leave it at that at 6.5. Now to the 4K, though, Phantom. It's perfect. Like, it's a, it's a shame that sometimes the worst movies are, or the worst movies are the ones that look the best. But this movie is a feast to the yeah, eyes. Yeah, this is, this is 4K gold here. Yeah. It's beautiful. I mean, like, there's so many scenes and these subs with such deep black levels and so much contrast and popping and shines off metal and oh my god, so much gadgets and buttons and computers and yeah, like there there are fires and they look like uh, they're gonna burn you. There are specular highlights that you yes. are like, oh my goodness. There is one scene where the the submarine touches the floor of the of the ocean and then you get you know like the sand all over and it looks like it's going to get out of the screen it's amazing yes. uh, i just can't speak highly enough on this disc uh, you can't get much better than this i only got one little flaw that i'm gonna mention and like it, it's kind of nitpicky but it is something i noticed and the sound, as oh, you said. Oh, sound Atmos is, you ain't getting any better. There's so many, and we didn't even have our sub on. And this is very subwoofer heavy. So much banging and boom. It was banging and booming without even the sub on. And the helicopter. Yes, tons of overheads too, Lady Phantom. So this one has more than average yeah. overheads. Surrounds or so much gunfire, booms, bangs, screams. It's all around you, enveloping you. Yeah, the sound. helicopters are like all over you, literally yes. over you. It's it's incredible. Oh, and the faces, oh. the textures, the detail in uniforms in equipment is it's just off the charts in this movie it's just demo worthy by far yeah like you uh, when i was looking at gerard butler and i was like wow your face is so bad <laughs> and yes. then you saw his hands and you're like oh yes. my god all the calluses this man yeah, has something you'd never notice on any other format i know so i'm curious what's your grade lady film my grade is an a Okay, I was on the fence. I wanted to wait the fan on between A and A+. plus. We only have five A-pluses. And my one nitpick is, and I want to see if you picked it up, when they went to, like, in the U.S. at the government buildings uh -huh. on the wide angles, I noticed different camera, and it wasn't as vibrant and detailed punching. When they're back on the subs and all the actions – it seemed like it was higher resolution. Yeah, that's like true. Like it wasn't as defined in these wide angle spots like at the Capitol or wherever the heck they were, yeah. at the command center mm -hmm. on land. It just seemed not the same. It wasn't jarring, but there was a noticeable not as vibrancy. Yeah, that is true. Like I, I remember specifically the command center I mean, it looks good. Oh, it, it looks, looks amazing. It, it looks great. But there is a difference between there and the subs yes. and the action. Uh, exactly. Like you go to the to the actual submarine action and the people in the sub and, and it's just better. Yes. It's, yes. It, so it's that's why I'm coming up with an A, but I would not be weary calling it an A plus, but 
it is an A. So me and Phantom were a little different. We both agree it's not a great movie. I think it's worth a one-time watch. If you can find this disc like uh, Lady Phantom and I did, it was a Best Buy deal. Five bucks is all. Thank God. It's well worth that. I think, you know, you'll get something out of watching it once. You definitely can show it off to everybody. It's a reference quality disc. But we're leaving it up to you, you know, if it's any more than that. But you want them to see how good it is. So we'll leave it with A, and let's move on to our last release. Shout Factory time, Lady Phantom. And if you don't know out there, over 114 episodes, we hate Shout Factory. (laughs) Their releases are garbage. Now, is this Uh, one? I think we might be a little different, but what are we covering? They live from 1988. One hour, 34 minutes long by John Carpenter. They influence our decisions without us knowing it. They numb our senses without us feeling it. They control our lives without us realizing it. They live. That is a terrible synopsis. (laughs) I just read it along with you and I'm like, that's like a tagline. Yeah, that is true. That is true. Tell them what it's about. This is basically about... This guy, I think he's an ex-con, right? I think. He's just a drifter. Oh, well, whatever that is. I don't know what that is. Ex-military at some time. Oh, okay. And he just, you know, looks for for work and he finds work. And then one day he finds these sunglasses because I think he gets in trouble. And then he puts them on and he sees everything in black and white. And he sees that instead of, you know, billboards and everything, there are messages like obey, do this, uh, conform, buy, you know, like very materialistic. Very political movie. Exactly. And he starts to see that some people, not all people, but some people look like aliens, like skeletons with bulgy eyes. And, and it's just weird. And then, of course, he's the only one that can see them because he can only see them with the sunglasses. And he actually tries to tell other people, like his friend, well, not not a friend, an, an acquaintance from a job that he finds. And, of course, they fight big time because the other guy misunderstands. And Oh, my God, it's, it's such a convoluted thing. Would you moment. call this a fun horror movie? I think when it kicks in, yeah. At the beginning, I was extremely bored. I was like, I couldn't believe it. Why do you get it. bored so soon anymore, Lady Phantom? It's not that I get bored so soon. Is that at the beginning, it looked like a bad, low-budget 70s but, action but movie. you're like me 20 years ago. Like, I am known for saying, I want something to happen right away to get me into the movie. Well, the thing is, I don't need something to happen right away to keep me engaged. But I need, uh, I don't know, characters that I can actually relate to. So or you didn't ca- like Rowdy Roddy to. Piper, which you didn't mention the stars. Oh, yeah. Roddy Piper. Nada. That's his name. Keith David. Meg Foster. Oh, I like Meg Foster. I didn't know it was her. Um, others. Whatever. Doesn't matter. 
But yeah, I didn't know them. Like I asked you if he was a, a wrestler because I, of course there's the obligatory scene where he has his shirt off and you can see he's all like muscly and everything. And I'm like, well, I'm not interested in this. I don't care. Because it was just like a bad 70s action movie. Like I was just waiting to see someone do art martial arts in so a funny you way. you think it didn't even feel 88? No. Really? Yeah, I was... I think this was so 80s. I mean, yeah, but to me, it felt like maybe early 80s. When I saw that it was actually late 80s, I was completely surprised. Like, it felt so, I don't know, like like low-budget B-movie action movie. But then he puts on the, the sunglasses, and I immediately perked up. I was like, okay, 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 this, 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 there's something here. You know, and that's where it caught my attention, actually. Okay. What did you think, two-part question here, because I think this is pretty important on how you're going to rate the movie and how people out there to get them to know if they've never seen this movie, is when he puts the glasses on, he's seeing the aliens. P normal people in day-to-day -day life look normal, but... No, it's like 50-50. Half of them are actually aliens. And if you wear these shades, you can see them because they were developed by a scientist and everything. So they know who the aliens were and not. What did you think of the black and white effect? Because it always goes to black and white, except the very end. And the stylization. What did you think of that? Did it work? Would you like to see it different? What did you think? I liked it. I actually did like it. I don't think it looked very good, like, but I also think it was completely the idea. I felt like I, I was watching something, like as I, as I mentioned before, like a bad action movies from the 70s, and then it changes to the Twilight Zone. And I really like that. Like, I, I dig the way you feel like suddenly you are in the Twilight yeah, Zone. Yeah, did you like that it looks so dated black and white, though? It wasn't even modern black and white. It was like what you're saying, like Twilight Zone 50s black and white. I was liked it. wasn't good black and white. It wasn't like Elephant Man black and white. Exactly. And I like it because of the way that it made me feel. Like I was suddenly in an episode of the Twilight Zone, which if the Twilight Zone had been a little... I don't know, less intelligent, it might have been something like this at some point, you know? And, oh, because I forgot to mention the, the, the aliens are the richest people and the most influential people and everything. So you can see that society is divided between them and the regular people who are basically being manipulated by, by these people. And there are also regular people who are doing better off, but that's only because they are serving the aliens. Right, and there's the allegory of what's going on in time of real life, too. Exactly. <laughs> Just not with aliens. Uh -huh, like so basically, you're being manipulated being to keep the this. status quo, you know, and give the, the, the aliens or the richest people, give them more money. The, the problem is with this movie is I don't think you should use your brain too much. Because if you do, you can pick it apart. Like <laughs> all the billboards, like she said, once he put obey, mind us, sleep a lot. Like, are you implying that 
people subliminally because this billboard is a woman in copper tone means obey like that don't make sense at all yeah, <laughs> you know you are. can't you can't really like you'd go crazy thinking about all the problems this movie has actually. yeah and many of the of the billboards also say marry and reproduce yes you know it's like yeah with a picture of a cereal box uh-huh it's basically just conform consume which is, exactly which is interesting to a to a point because you know how in the 80s it was the, the thing the subliminal messages that they were everywhere but and this and that this you taking know? it overboard though it's not as simple as that seeing yeah. a woman in copper tone means love beautiful women i mean you know there wasn't that it was simple one word things obey consume you know. marry and reproduce right. this and things that. like that i i think it's oversimplified yeah, but at the same time, I think it's a nice metaphor, you know, for the consumerist society that pretty much forces, if quote unquote, people to just conform, you know, do what is done, uh, reproduce, uh, buy whatever you want, you know, which is a, a, it is a theme in life. You know, like, like the society tells you that you should do something. But this was Even done, though it, it might not be the best thing. Even though you haven't seen it yet still. But Dawn of the Dead from 78 was exactly about this. And this comes 10 years later by Carpenter, not Romero. Well, I mean, it's, Carpenter. It, it's these indie director guys that think they can make statements. And I'm not big into political style movie i just keep that to yourself just make an entertaining movie I but disagree. i do think that there's enough entertainment here just to close your mind because if you analyze this like we're supposed to be super critically i think you can really pick it apart and it would be such a low rating but i think it was also meant to be fun because of rowdy roddy piper how he acted, his appearance, the wrestling, Keith David, what they do, Meg Foster when she comes into it. There's a lot of, I'll say, witty one-liners in this that are kind of funny and things like that. Like, say the phrase that you didn't know where it came from. Oh, then, you know. yeah, like, I'm, but, but that comes completely out of nowhere when he's like, I came here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubblegum. I like I had no idea it was from this movie. And I was like, oh, okay, so this is where it's from. Okay. Time to get to the rating. I personally think you gotta take it light. It's fun. It's interesting. I would say this is uh Carpenter has so much work and's made so many horror movies. I would say this one is a little bit above average. I would say it's on the better side of the ones for me. I think there's enough there for you to watch it. It is interesting. It's different. It's kind of freaky at times. It's not really scary. It's just really interesting. So I don't even know if I should call this horror, but it's listed as horror. But I'm going to go with a six and say you got to watch it once. This to me, I, I think it's a 6.5. Unle unlike you, I do like 
I mean, horror is political. It has always been political. And I will argue with you to no end because it is. And I just thought this was clever. But I do not think that it was done as cleverly as John Carpenter probably thought it was. And still thinks it is. Yeah. I mean, it was cool. Like the part where, where I felt like I was in the Twilight Zone, I thought it was cool. But all the rest of the movie was so, so B-movie-esque. As, as, and I don't, mean it, I don't mean that in a pejorative way, but it, it was like, like, I don't know, not well thought of, not well written, not like this guy, the, the wrestler, or well, Nada, that's his, his name, Nada. He's just not compelling. He's not interesting. Nobody is interesting in this movie maybe the the guy the keith david one but he's not there that much you know and and i don't believe this guy as a as a good guy that can save everyone like i think it it was a good concept for a movie but it was not done well and now that you keep going on and on about this it was so convenient too like, oh, they end up in this building. Oh, just go on the roof, and there's the antenna that's beaming it out to everybody. Like, every step these people go, it's just too convenient where everything is and how everybody's been summoned to watch TV and they're getting these messages. Oh, and there's the antenna that's beaming it to everyone. <laughs> yeah, it's like, mm, you know, that's why, I mean, I say 6.5 above average because actually when the when the aliens came up like they really spooked me like for a second i was like whoa what is this you but know they're not really scary though because they keep going back and forth to what they look like as humans and the humans ain't scary looking no that's that's true but the the aliens are you know and and that's what i care about like i they really spooked me for a second i i mean i think the idea was really good but like maybe if this had actually been no not maybe if this had actually been uh, an episode of the twilight zone it would have been a million times better that's it i agree too and i will say because i asked you and i didn't get to give my input the older style black and white i wasn't a fan of watching it this time Mm -hmm. it just seemed too dated and too bad it was the really crappy black and white and it really shined on 4k it being the crappy style it's just gray and white there's no black yeah it's just like the really old 40s and 50s style it wasn't anything that you know with better cameras because of the time and i think it could have matched better personally so i ticked it down for that but still i think you should watch it once six all right let's get let's get to the 4k lady phantom because this has the best steelbook i own yeah the the steelbook looks really really cool it's a it looks better than the whole movie actually. yes it's limited edition so get it right now if you haven't already and you want this movie yeah that steelbook is nice but the the movie itself shout factory shout factory i don't think we've ever been higher than a d on shout factory this one i'm going to say is a little bit better than the other ones we've done yeah but it's still ticks me off yeah tons of still like grain and very inconsistent images very blurry at times sometimes it's very colorful 
Yeah. Not, not colorful in a popping way. No. Or in a modern way or no, in a I'm velvety saying, way. No, or I'm just a, saying sometimes it's very colorful, but you know, like the reds are bright and like Meg Foster, her eyes are blue eyes and her lipstick, they, they do look very, very bright, you know, but not in a popping way or, or anything that, I mean, you would think, you know, that a 4K would look so much better than this. But this felt like watching an episode of a 70s show. That's Yeah, it. I'll agree. It looks similar to that one with the guy from Alligator that somebody... Robert wanted. Forster? Yeah, what was the one movie we did with him? Not Alligator, the other one. I don't remember. It doesn't matter. Shout Factory, I don't care what any other reviewers out there, you're listening to us, they are at the bottom barrel of 4k releases they're taking a lot of these old cult classic movies in all genres not just horror we're just horror fanatics so we cover more in horror and just ruining them to me charging 40 bucks a pop doing very little what they do is they do the steel books and the slip covers and And the the new artwork and the extra features and stuff which is all well and good, but their actual conversions of 4K are just garbage. This is no exception. This might be, a like, this one's better than Tremors, I can say. Oh, yeah. Because that was an F. Yeah, yeah. And all the googly gaga that people went over. Oh, my God, it's terrible, terrible. <laughs> this one just... I understand what Phantom says. I've seen this movie a lot. I grew up with this movie. I've seen this when it came out when I was 17. So this, I'm very well rehearsed in this movie. And watching it on 4K, it was like I was back watching it on my 13-inch TV that I had in my bedroom little Sony Trinitron at the time. (laughs) Like nothing was special. Yeah. Like, uh, there's no scene I can pick out. You said you can pick out a scene like her eye. No, her eyes are always like that. She's known for her eyes. Yeah. It doesn't look any different on the DVD, in my opinion. I mean, there might be a little uppage just because it's 4K. There's more pixels. But it's not noticeable. It's not worth it, Phantom. Yeah. This one was reproduced in Atmos. Really? (laughs) <laughs> I mean, it sounds like they did a little reproduction, like it sounded maybe a little bit better than it did back in mono back in the day, but nothing to speak about, fam. Yeah. It's, you know? Yeah. So I'm going to go first, and I'm glad I bought it because I wanted the steelbook. I think that steelbook is going to be worth money in some years down because this is a limited edition release. And people pay big money for Shout Factory stuff. Oh, there's these people that just buy movies just for slip covers. So <laughs> this yeah. is one that you could because I don't think the movie's that great anyway. I think it's entertaining enough to watch. Like I'll pop this in in a couple years again and watch it because I find it entertaining in some unique aspects. But for the quality of the disc, I can't go above D+. plus. Uh, yeah, same. Is that what you got? I was hunkering on C minus D plus, and I'm like, no, they just can't do it. (laughs) 
They're not doing anything, Phantom. Yeah, I mean, a 4K has no business looking like an old episode from an old show. Yeah. That you were looking, that you were watching in a normal and, TV. And don't get us wrong. It probably is. There's a little bit more luminance. Faces look a little bit better. Or you're going to pay 30 bucks for even if it's your favorite movie for it to be a little bit rich, like monumental, like 5% out of 100% richer. But with grain showing more, what? D plus, avoid, unless you want the steel, because this is available on the non-steel book. Oh, no. yeah. If it's not a steel book, don't even. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's end it out, Lady Phantom, with uh, John Carpenter composed They Live main theme, which I actually kind of like. <laughs> Did you like it? I don't care. It's like a nah. Western theme. No, I don't like it. I actually kind of liked it. All right, so get us out of here, Lady Phantom. All right, everybody. Please go to our website, BillShetty.com. You can leave us your comments there, recommendations, suggestions, and remember to let us know how you did in the quiz where I, for the first time, got an eight and i'm still shocked because i thought this was the hardest one to date and i still think it was hard i think when you listen back and edit it phantom you're gonna be shocked how little you got and named them i think it's it's because i had my bell of shame ready (laughs) like if i hadn't had it ready then i wouldn't have known but i was ready so you know murphy's law yep all right for lady phantom i am bill shetty thank you for listening to movies in 4k